When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Devil's Plan podcast here over on the Nothing But Netflix feed. Uh, as usual, I'm Scally, joined by the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how's it going? Scally, I'm good. I'm happy to be back with you to talk about this. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, Scally, in the meantime, since the last time we talked, I've been uh, doing a little research on some of our, our players here from the Devil's Plan. Oh, yes. That's so uh, brave. I'd be too nervous of spoilers. No, see, I, I was nervous, but also I was trying to stand San Juan. Uh, and so I needed to go get into 17. And listen, I might be a fan. I might Wait. be a fan. So where's my playlist? <laughs> Look, I'll have it for you. Look, there's first of all, uh, I think in song uh, in seventeen, there's actually what thirteen members. I don't know why okay. they call it seventeen if it's thirteen members. I think so. It was going to be seventeen members, and then it became thirteen members, and then they just never wanted to change it. There's like different like vocalists for different areas. I'm really just. I think I'm in my my K-pop era right now and so you have to excuse me if i start to stand sun kwan on this podcast uh, because it has nothing to do with his game here it is just that i am now a 
a K-pop fan. And I think I had to just come out here and say it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's been too long since I've added some K-pop to my, uh, to my uh, music catalog. So definitely down for the suggestion. I'll help you out. And then of course Perfect. I'm going to send you some suggestions from QuackTube. I've been, I look, I finally <laughs> went in and subscribed to June Bin. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I'm loving it. Uh, I am a big fan of Quack. Uh, you know, y'all already knew that here. Um, but that's not why we came here. We did not come here to stand these people in that sense. We came here to talk about their game, Scally. Yes. Uh, you know, plenty of standing will be going on, but just for the context of the devil's plan now, uh, it's been super fun to catch up on these so far, uh, but to pause down in the middle of the episode was very, very tough. Uh, but I would also say probably not more tough than pausing at the end of this episode. I'm sorry for all of those in the real time who had to wait like a solid week uh, before watching the next episode, because this one was quite the cliffhanger. This was, uh, I feel like, you know, stopping in the middle of the last episode was a choice. You know, we made it so that we can talk about it, you know, like kind of like in cycles, right? But yeah, I'm ready to get through these, this uh, episode eight and nine so that we can get to the nitty gritty because it seems like it's about to be good, uh, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we're completing the puzzles here and we're starting to find secret passageways in the prison. Scally, mm. this is what I signed up for. I'm ready. I know. I'm very excited. I cannot even imagine what it could be, uh, but try, please, uh, we will get there eventually. But wow, that was a lot. Now, going into what I believe they did call the quarterfinals uh, with like nine people left. Uh, we had the quarterfinals. People are waking up in the morning. Uh, Siwon is actually enjoying prison and does get a piece as a reward for finishing the puzzle. Meanwhile, back at the house, uh, Junbin is frustrated that no one's getting eliminated. He is like, these people have to go. It's the quarterfinals, but nine people left. Jumbin is sick of it. He's done. <laughs> and he's starting to look at Orbit as part of the problem. We talked about this in the last podcast we did, but, you know, Orbit's philosophy is really starting to drive a wedge between some people. And Jumbin's like, well, we can't get rid of anybody because Orbit is the reason why we're sticking around saving everybody. So I'm going to start to move away from Orbit a little bit and pretend that I'm a, you know, a solo person here, but also secretly working with Yumin, who I think is his new number one ally. Mm-hmm. away from orbit and let's see if we can actually go and pick up sock Jin. he has been working on his own for a little while but i feel like they've just been flirting with working together throughout most of this season so uh finally they have agreed that they are going to be keeping it a secret as they work together yeah, well, Sajin Jin has Jumbin snowed here. You know, there's a moment where they're talking about the combination to the safe in the prison. And Jumbin's like, so you think anybody's working on it? And Sajin's like, yeah, absolutely. Somebody else has it. It's one of these people, one of the nine people that we don't think is worthy of, of competing with us that we've been telling you we're dragging along. One of those people is definitely has the code, uh, but it's surely not me. It's not me. Don't worry about it. Jumbin's like, you know, I'm starting to really trust him. I was like, oh, God, Jumbin, please <laughs> open your eyes. Lord, stand up. You know, like, dear God, just he's right there in front of you, just lying to you. This man, Sakjin, is going to prove in this episode that maybe he can be trusted to an extent, but there is a limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved this little segment where he is, uh, yeah, at least two to three other people. He's like, two to three? He's like, oh my God. He's scanning like, the room, yeah, wondering. They're so observant. They're so observant, Scally. Like, look around. And I was like, at who? 
You know, like it's you. <laughs> Sok Jin, it's you. You are the guy. But uh, Junbin wants to work with him. I think he wants to work with him so bad in this moment that he really can't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. I mean, he maybe in the main house at this point, like you could convince me that like Orbit or Dongju had figured this out. Uh, I'm having a little bit of a tough time believing that anyone else has kept it a secret, at least if they had figured it out. Right. And he was working so closely with Dongju and Orbit that, I mean, Orbit Orbit knowing and not telling anybody is, you know, kind of unrealistic just because we know that he's trying to uplift everyone. Dongju maybe would be a little bit more secretive about that kind of thing. But it just from process of elimination, Junbin, stop it. You you know who's up. You know who's up to this. Stop it. It's It's ridiculous. <laughs> so all that set up to get to today's main match which is called laying grass uh Chappelle, had you ever seen a game similar to laying grass they called it uh, like basically a cross between tetris and go um it reminds me uh, of that big brother challenge you know the one Ooh. where you step on the on the on the little blocks so, you know where the where you steal your partner's fate it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of that but um, for the most part, I saw Tetris. Now, I'm not familiar with Go, um, but it's very, it seems like a very popular game uh, where uh, Yang Wu is basically a professional player of this. And so mm-hmm. this feels like it was right up uh, her alley. Now, the problem here is that, you know, I think that in a normal situation, Yang Wu probably does just cook this up. But, you know, the devil's plan is a lot more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. I've never personally played Go. I have heard of it. Uh, it does intrigue me, but I'm assuming in Go there's not as many uh, sabotage tiles laid throughout the board that you can just, uh, you know, make up some rules as you go and actively take players out of the game by your own will. I have played a somewhat similar game called Blockus, where you attach pieces by the corners and like try to take up a large part of the board and block other players from taking uh, what, you know, your territory. So I've played something semi-similar and this did look like a very intriguing game for me to play. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever played anything like this. As you know, and many people know, I'm not a big game person, but I did go to Yang Wu's um, YouTube account. Because Ooh. I needed to see it. Yes. And so <laughs> if you want to go see Yan Wu doing her thing, you got to go to GoPro Yan Wu uh, on YouTube.com. And she has a whole account and a Patreon and everything set up where it shows her playing Go. And so you can go check out that content and kind of get a feel for, you know, the stuff that she does that translates to this game. Mm-hmm. So the game of laying grass, they start out with a single tile. Uh, on a large grid uh, where they get to put down a tile that has their face on it and then they will accumulate other tiles that are different shapes and different number of squares in each of them different configurations that they will have to place on the board touching at least one other piece of their uh, like territory and the goal is to form like solid squares on the board of territory. So you want a two by two, a three by three, a four by four, five by five, larger, the better. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, similarly pieces are up for reward, but also punishments. Yeah. Uh, And the goal is to get the five, five by five, right? Like that's like the minimum score you can get for your little area that you can take up your territory. And then if you get six by six, you get a, a piece, seven by seven, et cetera. But if you get less than five by five, 
you know, you lose a piece. And so it incentivizes people to use their pieces in the game to get, you know, to fill up different spots of their territory to get this five by five. Uh, but also, you know, you can go in and block potentially somebody else from getting theirs um, to harm them in the game. If that's how you so choose to play. Now, in the past, we've seen people play in big alliances. And so we talked about this debate before, Scally. You know, what's the best way to go about this? Do you want to be a part of a big alliance? Do you want to go at it solo? And it seems like the consensus is that you need about three people to make an alliance effective in this game. Hmm. I think that having an alliance is going to provide additional security, but I actually think this is a game that you could go in solo and not be so poorly off. Uh, you look at a player like Kyungrim who mostly sticks to her corner uh, and doesn't try to invade other people's territory, and she just does. She does just fine. I believe that she ends up gaining an extra piece or two. Uh, so she like that is a way in which you could like do just fine in it. I don't think that you are going to have the security though, where if you have a like particularly bad social game, like uh, I think that we could have ultimately seen someone just completely taken out here. Yeah. And I think that, you know, not having an alliance is fine. If you stick to, you know, you have a decent social game, nobody's targeting you. You kind of stick to the liver, the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, you know, kind of just in, in your corner. Uh, but you know, if you plan on being more aggressive and getting more pieces, then it does behoove you to kind of work with somebody, especially when you have somebody like Yang Wu on the, like, like, as an option, you know, why would you not collaborate with her? And she's basically a professional at a, this game. I mean, she says to herself, like, this is pretty much spot on what a, what a go board looks like with the exception of those powerful pieces that are in the middle. And so if anybody knows the strategy, it's someone like her who can help, uh, who can help you out. Now, Tiwan, she knows this. And she's like, listen, Yan Wu, I have helped you in the past. Uh, and I don't know if it's a direct translation because, you know, I'm, I'm doing the, the dubs or whatever. But it very, very much comes off of like, look, you've been leaving me out to dry and I just can't like not this time. I, I helped you with the math. <laughs> I've been carrying you through this game. Give me something. And Yan was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, you know, whatever. You help me with the math. And she's like, good, because I'm tired. My back is hurting from just dragging you through this game and so now i need you to align with me to help me out and this seems like a good partnership at first you know i think that there are definitely some flaws maybe in the way that they move throughout this game but at, i think that making the move to get young Wu on their team is a good start uh but there were other alliances as well scally Mm-hmm. Yeah, to touch on Yan Wu and Siwon to begin, you know, I was excited about this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I loved Siwon, be, uh, you know, doing a very polite confrontation of like, so why didn't you tell me about the prison safe or anything of right. the sort? You know, I have been trying to look out for you for so long. And, you know, the first time you get a chance, you really just like, you know, don't give me any information. So that's been pretty tough. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm excited to see that they are going to work together. Uh, they also talk a little bit about how uh, they're usually viewed as very defensive players and like, you know, just the defensive people in general that they won't necessarily go on the offense and play aggressively. And so for them to take that method today in this game, I thought was very exciting. <laughs> I like seeing that they were willing to take force and challenge some of the players who had maybe you know taken the lead in some other games yeah and uh speaking of my boy Junbin is like all right you man it's me and you we're about to work together we're gonna work this it's gonna be great and immediately sock jim walks in and they just be quiet they're like 
uh, what's, what's up, man? He's like, oh, so you're just not gonna, you're not gonna strategize with me here? And you can tell it, the, the, the wheels are turning in June Ben's mind. Like, okay, can I trust Sock Jin or not? You know, because we really wanted to come in here, separate myself from Orbit, but also secretly working with you men. But the idea of having this alliance is just too attractive to him. So he's like, all right, come on in. I'll rope you in. And I think his strategy is that he's going to be very aggressive because everybody knows that he's like trying to play an aggressive game and it's going to draw the attention away from the human and uh and even Sakjin I guess in a way um but to allow human to win most of the pieces and then you know she gets four pieces then obviously they can you know spread them amongst themselves however they see fit but he's really trying to uh uplift her in this moment by using himself as a shield because he has four pieces my boy is in the lead Hmm. Yeah, Jinbin is the least likely to go home in this main match, so he knows that he can kind of be a little risky. He can draw some of the fire towards him, which would allow uh, Human and Sokjin to potentially win this game, and then they could split the pieces that are won once they're back in the living area. So it's a good strategy. I don't blame them, but at the point that you guys are strategizing and talking and go completely silent when Sokjin walks into the room maybe you're also tipping your hand that you don't trust him completely <laughs> but also Sakjin, why don't they trust you completely like you see this you see that they don't trust you and i think he knows it i think he walks in like so what are we talking about and like damn it he's back you know um <laughs> i i really think that he's aware that you know he's coming off a little wolfy here you know uh they you know we see that Junbin is warming up to him he says they have a good working relationship you know he's like oh he's a lot nicer than i expected but Sakjin is he came to play the game. You know, he's come to play. And if he has to work his way into this alliance to save himself, uh, that's what he's going to do. Because he's been actively trying to distance himself from that initial Dongjae, Siwon, and uh, Guillaume alliance. And he's done a really good job at it to the point where they don't really see what he's about to do next. Mm-hmm. that's the thing is before they came into the game arena it seemed as if he and Junbin had decided to work together I don't know if it was the doorway effect that you know Junbin yes. forgets everything when they come in and just uh, is really questioning that again but it's been multiple rounds where I think Sakjin has done a good job of just kind of like biding his time until someone is actually willing to work with him uh, proving that he has kept his word in other matches so uh, you know took advantage of it when needed and then of course, we also do have Orbit and Dongju who agree that they are going to work fairly tightly together and won't attack each other. This was not a great episode for Dongju for me. I love her. Uh, I do. But I just really like to see her as more of like the center of some of the strategic moves. And, you know, if we're reading edits here, I'm thinking that this is this is not great. You know, like I really want her to be more on top of these things. Uh, Orbit is seemingly under fire throughout this game as well. He's going to basically get double teamed by uh, Siwon and uh, and Yangwu, and it's not great. Uh, and Dongju being his close, closest alliance is kind of just kind of left to to stand there and watch as Orbit fights them off. And so, um, man, I'm really hoping that she turns it around because I really am a big fan of her as in this game so far. But uh, I think that if we're keeping track, I don't think this was a great episode for her. Yeah, a, a rare quiet episode for Dongju. I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we she's there. She's doing well enough, but I don't feel like we're watching this from her point of view anymore. No, 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 no. This seems like somebody else is getting a winner edit, and I won't say it, but whatever. <laughs> oh, blah, 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 blah. I, I might be like, okay, I get it. I see what y'all are putting down. I'm picking it up. It's fine. 
<laughs> I don't know. I am not ruling her out by any means based on just one quiet episode. Uh, but yeah, not her strongest. So uh, whereas Orbit makes a couple decisions, for example, when they are selecting where they will start on the board, because it's all one big board, you can cross into other people's territory. Uh, they were deciding where they want to go on the board. It's a random draw for who gets to place first the corners are widely seen as the best move with the middle of the board being seen as the most vulnerable to attacks and orbit though he gets the sixth choice i believe he does take the center of the board uh yeah maybe seventh, but yeah wait he takes it because it's got the most power you know there's like it's it's the most vulnerable to attack but i think the pieces where you can go in and you know uh rob somebody and the stone pieces that you can use to block they're to- they're toward the middle, and so he's like, if I can get toward the middle, then I can, you know, start to protect myself from those attacks. But I think that Yang Wu is right. You know, it'd be kind of foolish to make a mad dash for the middle, knowing that everyone else is basically going to have you surrounded at that point. Mm-hmm. Those pieces, like the specialty benefit squares, uh, they're very tempting in that middle. Yes. You have to be surrounded by all of them, but everyone else is kind of close to at least one of them. We never even see the stones come into play in this match, unfortunately. Uh, So who knows how beneficial those could have potentially been. And I mean, it's a double edged sword where orbit, I think is coming into today, a target for many people. And just like they know he's a good player. So I think people always were going to be throwing a couple shots at him, but at the same time, when he is making plays towards these dangerous items, it's kind of also like, well, now I have to take a shot at you. Yeah, and I'm more like in the camp of Kyung Rim, who's like, let me just stay in my corner and get my five. You know, like if I could just focus on my little garden and put my grass down here, I'll be okay because that'll help me survive. But that's not really how you win the game. You know, I think you really have to be more aggressive and try to get more pieces because we see that, you know, it's coming more valuable to have certain pieces. There are moves that San Quan can't make, for instance, because he only has one piece that now Junbin can make because he has four. So he's like, oh, yeah, if I need to go buy an extra piece, I'll just buy an extra piece. Where San Juan is kind of just like at the mercy of the tiles that he gets and the cards that he gets when he gets them. Uh, and so, yeah, I think at some point you got to start playing more aggressive. But Orbit, I mean, I don't know if Orbit knows that he's as big of a target as he is, right? Like, I don't think he knows to kind of lay low here. And even if he did, I don't know if he has the ability to do that. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One thing I did want to point out, though, is uh, I picked on Sun Quan a little bit, but Dear God, these people, Scally, they will not let him play his own game. Like, he goes to pick a, uh, like a, a set of tiles, and they're like, no, don't put it there, don't put it there, don't put it there, put it over there. And I couldn't tell if they were trolling him because he was nervous, or if they really felt like, okay, this is my chance to try to take control over his move because he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, people <laughs> were actively dissuading him from moving towards their territory because, oh, that could box me in later. You shouldn't do that. But also don't go towards the back because that's really going to box yourself in and we're looking out for you. Uh, so I do think it was some combination of the two. I can't say that I don't fall into this role a little bit sometimes when I'm starting you? a new game. <laughs> Mm, okay. Yeah, I hope y'all are learning patterns. a lot about Scally. Y'all are learning a lot about <laughs> Scally on this podcast. I'm just gonna say, like, look, don't trust this man. Okay. <laughs> I I try to give uh, unbiased advice, but you lie like a rug. I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> so people make mistakes. It's tough though because the culture that has become so prevalent in the Devil's Plan is that of all right, like I want to win, but like I'll win and get like a humble victory. I'm not going yes. to just like absolutely screw everyone over here, get the largest number of pieces possible. So the strategy really changes where I'm playing a game like this. Uh, generally, you want to be the person who like you don't want to be the person who pops their head up right away as the target, as like the lead, because if everyone is playing for first place, they're going to start attacking those in lead. So when you're playing with this many people, you want to be the person who starts popping up and making your moves like third or fourth, because then they're too busy like dealing with the person who was already in the lead. And then you can like sneak in and then you're unstoppable. Now, when people are just playing to be safe, and get one piece maybe or just survive the day then i think it adds a lot more value to the strategies of like a kyongrim or even like a dongju today where kind of just like i have my territory i'm gonna play a little safe over here and just like please don't mess with me. yeah the only people who are really playing more aggressively right now are yamwu and siwan and they are they pretty much just called orbit to the carpet they're like all right we're coming for you you know we're <laughs> not we're not going to be aggressive about it but make no mistake it's your ass. And he like, if you come at me, it's going to be war. I'm going to throw these, uh, these stones at you, all this other stuff. And they're like, okay, that's fine. We will play passively. But we will passively, aggressively, uh, like just block all of their stones. <laughs> and so it's very clear that the two of them are after orbit. And he's on the ropes a lot of this uh, episode. I was actually very surprised that he was able to make his territory, uh, you know, fit at the end. Extremely impressive in my book that he was able to come out just with a at least not losing any pieces. I mean, he tied with a lot of people in this game who had zero attacks on them, were playing actively the entire time for their own benefit. He had two different pieces stolen from him at different points, and he managed to make up that much ground. So uh, I actually think today was extremely impressive from Orbit. I liked it, and I wonder if seeing them attack him so, you know you know, blatantly is going to make Orbit start to question his, um, you know, his means throughout the game. You know, we've seen that Orbit has kind of been like, yeah, let's let's uplift everybody. But then he starts to question it a little bit like, oh, am I really just kind of 
forcing everybody to play how I want to play. But now that he's under attack, I wonder if Orbit will take a more aggressive approach toward trying to make sure that, you know, someone like Siwan uh, or, uh, you know, not, not Yanwoo for obvious reasons, but, you know, someone <laughs> oh. like Siwan isn't going to just come after him and he's not going to have any way of protecting himself. Yeah, well, it's hard because in one like way they all get back to the living area and they're like oh thank you for helping me today here's a piece like i'm gonna you know pay you back i'll pay back my debts and like let's make sure we work together next time and so i can see why orbit strategy would be benefiting him there but on the other hand when you usually look at these strategy games they go more the way of yon Wu, where <laughs> orbit's like oh, I really did not expect you to betray me on Woo. And she says, basically, like, Orbit, you made me a much better player in this game, and I will use that strength, that newfound strength, to take you out today. <laughs> like, that is the way that it usually goes. You, they don't owe you anything just because you help them. Right. Well, tell that to C1, okay? Listen, she was <laughs> like, I'm cashing in today. Thanks, Yon Woo. Um, but you're right. I think Orbit does need to, you know, start to step his game up. You know, you're seeing that other people are starting to rise to the occasion and that maybe he's not, has like, he doesn't have the allies that he thought he had, even with Bin kind of going rogue and just doing his own thing. Uh, so I would like to see more of that. But I do think that we've talked about this before, but Orbit's strategy of keeping a lot of people around I think in a game like this, it's actually kind of beneficial. You know, like Yam Wu was able to really benefit Siwan because she's a go player. You know, she knows the strategy of the game. And it's kind of like, yeah, if you keep somebody like that around and you align with them, their skill set might be what really helps you. You know, it pays to have an engineer around when you have these math challenges. It's paid to have a go player around when you have this challenge. So there's probably more merit uh, to what Orbit was saying than people are probably willing to give it, uh, you know, uh, a credit to. But now we're getting down to crunch time. And if these aren't your allies, like if they're not going to ride or die for you, then they can go. And uh, I think the person who realizes that first is probably Sok Jin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that a couple people are starting to realize it as well. I mean, even Yumin recognizes that a lot of people view her as a weaker player in the game and really uses that to her advantage Queen. today. Queen. Uh, I mean. A, a great and she uses in confessional she says i am doing this on purpose people think that i'm weak so if i ask for things they're much more likely to help me so she goes to kyung rim and she says like hey could you steal this piece over here and move it and kyung rim's like oh, i can't do that right now but i can give you we each get like one tile exchange coupon and i can just give this to you to help you even though you men did not need that at all no she could have just bought one herself she has mm -hmm. pieces and but kyung rim is I think her social game is really good, but I think she is a little bit slower on the like strategy or when the moves are being made in front of her because she's not in any really tight alliances. So she's like, yeah, you man, you my cellmate. I got you. What are you talking about? We did some prison time together. You know, I got you. You know, you know, prison bond, Scally. And so <laughs> she's like, she instantly gives it to her. And then later on, she's regretting it because she's like, wait, I could have used that to help Song Kwan who only has one piece, who's pretty much at the mercy of the game at this point. Like, if if if, thing, if things fall the wrong way, he's gone. And Yumin knows that. Yumin knew that when she started to play me like that. And so I'm thinking that maybe she's starting to look at Yumin and kind of see her for what she is, which is someone who is willing to use her position in the game to her advantage, as, as opposed to somebody who is seemingly helpless, because it doesn't look like she's helpless at all. Mm -hmm. I think the irony is that if Sung Kwan had made that move first and just played like oh I need help even if he didn't like 
probably gets a similar reaction from most people in this group. I yes. think that people are very willing to help him, uh, but he's not as quick to ask for help, uh, unfortunately for him. And so he ends up in a position where he very easily could have gone home having only one piece to enter the day and then kind of struggling after not wanting to encroach on everyone else's territory. Well, yeah. Remember he said, you know, I if I have to go down swinging, this is Siwan's fault, by the way, but he said, <laughs> if, if I have to go down swinging and go out, you know, in a blaze of glory, then I'll do it, but I'm going to do it on my own terms. I really want to play my own game. But Siwan incepted that into his head as she goes and basically just like rides Yan Wu's coattails to the next round. So I thought that was very fascinating that he is not willing or at least did not seemingly be willing to uh, do the you men thing of, you know, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing and help me out uh, because people wanted to help him. Uh, I just think that he's kind of gotten into the mode of, OK, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose in my own hands, because even players that are, are you know, decently aware of the strategy of these games, they can go home too. And we see that because one of the people who's probably the best at this game uh, is the person who gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think that riding coattails might be a bit strong. I do think that C1 was uh, suggesting a good amount of the strategy mm-hmm. there. C1 and- <laughs> is not a pro player, Scally. <laughs> She's like, look, I'm teaming up with LeBron James. Now, what are y'all going to do? It's like, hey, listen, there's a lot that she could have done, I'm sure, to to help with the with the duo. I give her that. But at the same time, she, she went and got a ringer, you know? <laughs> look. If I make a suggestion to LeBron, then we are a team. <laughs> we are a team. I passed him the ball. He can't do it to him. He can't do it. Yes. Oh, yeah. My assists are off. <laughs> yeah, they're off the charts. <laughs> yes, Callie, basketball king. I see. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It was interesting. I mean, we do end up getting Sung Kwan. I believe he ends up having the largest square in the end because uh, people want to make sure he is extra safe next time. He gains, I think, a total of two pieces through today. Uh, And whereas we start getting a narrative where Junbin says uh, if uh, uh, Sak uh, Jin can steal a piece from someone else on the board then he then he can make Yumin the sole winner and then they can split the pieces but things don't all go according to plan here. Yeah he's like okay you gotta go rob Dongju basically and use that to propel uh, Yumin to the top and that'll be the thing like he just needs to get that robbery square and that's his that's like his masterstroke. You know, he's like, if we can get you men to the top, which is what Junbin has been saying the entire time, like we need to get her to the top and then she'll get the pieces. And then like, like I said, they can share them however they want to share them. But they'll that'll help them win the game. Um, but Sachin has other plans as well. Right. So Sachin, as we know, has been working on this idea of I got the code to the safe and I really need to get to jail. We know Yang Wu does not want to go to jail. She's like, I'm good. I don't ever want to go back. I'm fine. Prison prison was awful. It was 36 <laughs> hours, the worst day of my life. You know, uh, and he's like, okay. But I need to be in jail. Siwan wants to go back to jail because even though she was complaining at first, she's like, it's not so bad. I get to do puzzles and stuff like that. I don't really have to talk to these other people right now. Um, so Sok Jin is starting to look at, is there any other way I can fulfill all our goals at the same time? Uh, and I don't think anybody else is in on this strategy except for Sak Jin. Like, he's keeping this one to himself. And so while Jun Ben is trying one thing, Sak Jin is already on to plan B. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no chance. I mean, the way it plays out on TV is we're still under the impression they're going through. It's like Sokjin could take a piece from anyone in the game and basically have them eliminated right now. Outside mm-hmm. of probably Junbin, unless he had spent a piece already, I forget. Uh, but you could take a piece from Orbit from the middle of his like square and he's going home. You could take from Dongju and you could like make her go home and people even are like, oh, maybe we should get rid of a strong player here. So uh, when Sokjin ultimately takes the single tile from Yanwu that she had spent her other one piece on to eliminate her from the game, the reaction in the room, like it goes crazy. <laughs> people are <laughs> shocked to see this and no one sees the strategy that Sokjin is actually going for now Chappelle is this something that you saw coming did you see the reveal coming or were you confused as to why he went for Yanwu no I mean I thought he just wanted Yanwu out the game you know like we've mm. seen enough people kind of hinting that at this point we got to start cutting people everyone has said it at this point except for maybe like Kyung Rim but everybody else is like if you got to go you got to go uh even Orbit seemingly has come around to like there there will be blood right people will not make it but when Sok Jin is in this moment, he had not given us any indication that he would target Yan Wu. I think they've made Yan Wu a very sympathetic character in that, like, they make a really big deal about Yan Wu going to prison twice, right? Like, she went <laughs> twice, and they're like, okay, she's she starved. She drank the drank the milk and ate the, the stale bread or whatever the case may be. Like, we need to protect her. And this is her game. You know, like, this is the closest it's going to get to her expertise as possible. And so... Yeah, never in my wildest dreams did I think that she was going to be the one eliminated here. I thought, if anything, she was probably going to cook everybody up and be sending people out. Um, and like, they, oh, like y'all gave her too much. And now look at her out here, like taking charge of the game. But Sok Jin, like I said, he, he, he has an objective. He wants to go back to jail. Uh, and Siwon wants to go back to jail. His next move could either send Yan Wu to jail with Siwon, or it could send Yan Wu out of the game and then he would be forced to go to jail and so he does that which i think is an amazing move i was not prepared for that scally it was so good i mean when he targets yanwu here in that moment like the gasp i gasped i was shocked that this was, what was ultimately playing out yeah and just i mean even siwan is like how dare you <laughs> like how, why would you do this to me uh you know like i've been honest with you and so that continues for a little while but then once i sat with it for like a second i was like mm-hmm. all right there's a reason like I, and i was like maybe that reason is he has some secret alliance with orbit that we're going to be let in on and yeah. that will be the big reveal of the episode but more likely, we've been talking a lot about how Yanwu is guaranteed to go to prison this episode. And uh, I also have been talking a lot about how Sakjin has figured out the code to the prison. So I did eventually clock it. It took me like a couple seconds, but uh, I don't think anyone else in the room possibly could have figured that out until uh, like a little bit longer. Like I, they do eventually speculate on it. But oh, my God, what a good reveal. <laughs> Oh no, this was great. And cause he's kind of like, all right, good game, Yanwu. Bye. You know, like uh <laughs> like he seems like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like it it feels like, well, you know, that's how the cookie crumbles. When other people are devastated, Yanwu is in in shock. Siwan is crying, like I gave I gave you everything I had in this game, and you would just betray me. San Quan is crying, and they're like, Why are you crying? You know, <laughs> they <laughs> got closed. San Quan, chill out. He's like, I'm not crying because I'm sad. They're like, okay, San Quan, listen, honestly, stop making this about you. They are fed up. Um, but yeah, in this moment, 
Yang Wu is instantly like, all right, bye. And then Siwan and Sajin are shipped off to prison immediately. And so while they're walking to jail, um, Siwan is still asking him, so what was that about? Why didn't you tell me? What is going on? What do you, why would you do that to me? I am so shy. And Sajin is like, so is this prison? Looks nice in here. What you, what you got going on here? Like, he's unbothered. And eventually she's like, this must be part of your plan or something like that. He's like, yes, yes, it is. So, oh, why didn't you tell me? He's like, because I, I didn't want to. You know, like, I, did, I didn't really feel like I needed to. She's like, but I thought you betrayed me. He says, betrayal is beneath me. I'm like, okay, Sakjin, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You did betray <laughs> yeah, Stop it. No, you did betray her. Stop it. You got rid of one of her allies on purpose. I mean, don't get me wrong. I respect the move. But it's like, it's like, he's like, chill, chill, my chill. Like, I got it. Like, all right, calm, calm down, Sakjin. Um, but again, again, I mean, Sakjin, but again, this was good. I loved it so much. Um, and then I did like as well that the people on the outside of the jail, once they had time to sit with it, they too figured it out. They're like, you know, I bet that was his plan all along that he wanted <laughs> to get into prison with his number one ally who he's pretending that he ain't been working with. They probably know the code. Oh my God, we let him get in the way with this. How did we fall for this? Mm, I feel like figured out was probably a generous reading. I think it got theorized mm. that it was like, well, that would be really, really smart. I don't know that he did that. <laughs> like, right. I'm not sure that they have quite realized uh, the impact of what on just the door. happened. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they're right there, Scally. They're right there. They are. Uh, I'm very curious to see the reaction in the next episode when they do find out. Um, but this was great. I mean, it's very consistent with Sokjin. Earlier during an elimination, uh, when it was not at his hands, he very much was like, why are you all crying? You made this happen. So when he mm-hmm. makes it happen, he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't want to do this, but ultimately I made it happen. So I'm not going to be crying here. E- even Dong Ju is crying at, at uh, Yan Wu's elimination here. Very out of character for what we've seen so far. But uh, Sakjin is, you know, very matter of fact. This is a game. It had to happen. I'm sorry that it had to be at the expense of Yan Wu, but uh, you know, is when C1 says like, "What you didn't trust me that I couldn't open it myself?" It's like, well, I did, no. but also <laughs> I want to see it. Like, I want to see it. Right. I want to pr- like, I want to do this, <laughs> right? And I was like, I did all the work. What do I look like just like passing you the note and then you going to do it? What if you start to build a bond with somebody else, whoever you go to jail with, and then it's not me that you're sharing that information with? Maybe you share it with someone else. So no, I think it makes sense for him to be like, nah, it's me and you. We're a team, and we will go to jail together, and we will figure this out together. Um, but yeah, you point out Dong Ju crying, and I, that's another part where I was like, man, I really just like not loving her edit this episode because we've seen her like really like kind of like struggling with the pressure of this, you know. Like she goes and says, "I was able to put on a happy face, you know, in front of Yang Wu, but the moment she gets back to her room, she's like, oh my god, this is being a lot. Like you know, like I felt really bad in that moment. I feel awful." And she's like, "It's hilarious because I'm in here crying, but I just." I can't, you know, the emotions are starting to get to her. And so I'm really hoping that she bounces back. Um, but yeah, Sajin and Siwan in the prison is something that everybody should be interested in. Everybody should want to know what these two characters are doing in there because they were aligned day one. They were identified as, you know, some of the stronger players who were trying to weed out the weaker people. They were managed to lay low long enough to get back to back in jail um, and with a bunch of clues that could help them. And so you got one of the people who have figured out a couple of puzzles with as she calls it, with her tenacity. And um, she's like, I'm tenaciously. That's how I'm going to do it. Like, I do everything. Uh, but, yeah, you know, <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't she ain't wrong. She ain't wrong. Look, she, she's, she's right. I'm sorry. They need to stand. We do. And so, uh, you know, she, uh, 
she's the right person to be in there doing a puzzle with, and so is he. And so when uh when C Wan says, "Listen, it's a puzzle. It's kind of tough. It took me a while to get it, and each of them gets harder and harder. Now you're probably gonna need some time. Don't worry about it." She gets up, walks away. And it seems like within seconds. <laughs> like, I don't know how much time <laughs> elapsed, but Sakjin is like, done, finished, got the puzzle done. Aren't you happy? Aren't you happy with me? I got yeah, you C1 something. blinked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Uh, yeah, this, I feel like at this point, it's very typical Sakjin from what we've seen. He seems just to be like extremely intelligent, really good at these type of puzzles and figuring out games. So, uh, you know, it was Siwon's like, yeah, you could have an hour with it, but like, I need the piece. So I'm going to be the one that solves this. Uh, it did not need the hour, needed a couple seconds where, uh, he says it was a little bit of brute force, but, uh, he figured it out extremely quickly. Yeah. And he hides it like in a little bag, like, oh, I got you something. Check your baggie. She's like, oh, I wonder what's in here. Oh, what would she like, looking at? I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> now, I'm starting to wonder if Siwan is going to look at Sakjin and see him for the threat that he is, because if he was able to sit down and, and do that that quickly and also come in with the code to the safe. You know, there's merit to working with strong players, but also you do want to be the one to win at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if my heart can take it. I am friendshipping these two a yes. lot. Uh, <laughs> like I'm very invested in their storyline. They have been my day one faves, and I've continued uh, to as much as I have fallen in love with other people as well. But mm. uh, I, I'm enjoying their dynamic immensely. Watching them, uh, even ha- just like you said, how he hides it in her the bag of her pieces, and she's like, "Oh, what a romantic way to reveal this!" <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, um, don't, get, don't get us on here uh, uh, like pushing this relationship because we will change our Twitter avatars right now. <laughs> I am friend shipping. I don't know the marital status of either of them. Uh, so friend shipping for now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could be married, but you could have friends. <laughs> <laughs> well you can't have friends um, yeah what so. yes listen <laughs> my mantra no <laughs> but yeah the the this was uh, you know like a, a must-see prison scene now back at the house like we said people have been saying goodbye to young woo uh people have started theorizing about sock jin's grand plan to go to prison you know he just has an aura about him but uh it is prize match time and the prize match is called montage uh they will be shown a series of faces for three seconds each at a time uh when you see a duplicate face that you have already seen in that round you have to buzz in and they're allowed to get 10 like nine questions wrong or nine like buzz-ins wrong in the series of five rounds and there's no penalty but if they were to miss a duplicate face then the game ends and they do not win the money for the prize pot um yada 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 they press the button a bunch of times they get some people <laughs> they don't you know like it, like if you want us to podcast about this game it's there are faces on the screen. They looked very similar. They used to keep, they kept the features very similar, even though mm-hmm. like the skin tone would change, but the hair would be the same or the hair tone would change, you know, but it was very minuscule. Like, uh, like it was very clearly different faces, but the, the features were so close that it was very hard to tell if you had already seen somebody or not. And so they had 10 tries basically to get it, to get these all correct. Because if they got if they went over 10 incorrect answers, basically, then the game was over and they wouldn't win the money. 
But in this moment, we're seeing that, you know, at first they kind of start off kind of slow. They don't really know what they're doing. You can tell they're getting a, co- a couple of them wrong. But eventually they work out a system to where they're calling it out, like kind of work, walking it through it with each other. Like, you know, saying like, no, that's not it. That's not the one. That's not the one. That's not the one. And and coming to consensus. And so there's a few pieces to pick up here. But ultimately, game, this game, uh, Scally, was probably the, like, I won't say the easiest one, but probably the the most mundane, I th- I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, is it my least favorite out of the games that we've seen on the show? Probably. Uh yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it just it's fine. Um I'm not really sure how this is, you know, testing a bunch of geniuses in the same way that the others are. I mean, there's different strengths that they each have, but uh I don't know. This wasn't my favorite. I mean, you could play along at least. How good would you be at a game like this in general? How good would I try to play along. I tried to. Yeah. I tried to play along, but I think that I don't know. Like I feel, I feel like I didn't have enough time to decide. You know, like they were mm-hmm. going and they would be like, they would get it wrong, and I'd be thinking like, oh, was I wrong? And then they said, oh no, they were wrong. And I was like, okay. And then now they would get one right, and then I, by then I forgot what face I was looking for. <laughs> you know, so I, playing along at home, it really wasn't doing me any favors. What about you? Uh, so I used to be so so like good with faces to a point where it was a problem i would be in college lecture halls of 300 plus and would recognize almost every face in that room uh where there was a problem then when i uh was at a college party and had like partaken uh in you know drinking and Mm -hmm. then uh remember someone being like oh yeah i know you you're in my chem 103 you're in my bio 205 you were in this class last semester blah 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 and then i woke up the next morning and i was like was i the one who listed all of the classes that we took <laughs> together uh so uh i have forced myself to not be quite as good at faces uh anymore unfortunately it's a skill i have lost and uh with this game were these faces ai i feel like so many of them I was they, like, were, they had to be fake faces Seattle. they just had to be <laughs> i was like these don't look like real people <laughs> like at a certain no. point you're flashing them too quick i don't believe it Right, that little baby has bangs. I'm sorry, y'all. We have to talk about it. Um, it's just they were just moving the faces through each other, you know, and like kind of like it was like it felt like those face morphs that they do on Big Brother and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. where you could tell it's multiple players' faces at the same time. And so then they would put like different variations of that same thing up. And so, like I said, skin tone might change. Maybe the hair changes. Maybe the eyes change. But it seems like there are bits of DNA from each person in the next person. So it never felt like a clean, you know, like this is a person I've never seen before. It always felt like there's something about this person that's very familiar, you know. And so although there were individual faces that obviously weren't the same, it felt like, you know, there was still like a through line that could get you confused. Um I, uh, we talked about this. I have a horrible memory. I just do. It's awful. <laughs> and so watching it, this could have been anybody. I could have gotten, I would have, I would have been awful. I'm so happy that they were able to work this out. Um, you know, Chung Rim and June Ben were even saying like, this is our challenge. And I even thought that for a second. I was like, I could do this. You know, it, it, there's very little math, if not any uh, involved. And so I felt like if this was my chance to step up, this was going to be the one. This one and the word scrambles Scally was probably the ones that I do the best at. Um, everything else, it's a nothing for me. But they were able to get some pieces here. I think the person who chimed in, who like who buzzed in first with the correct answers would get a piece. And so a few other people were able to collect, right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I might have this wrong. I think Yongrim might have gotten three different pieces uh, in this yeah, match. She was killing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She even got the practice one right. So she said that she meets a lot of people in her job. So uh, it was not a surprise that she was pretty good at this. She was even giving them pointers like, look for distinct features. But then the problem would be like every single face would have glasses in the round. So yeah. uh, it was hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I think human got a piece or two as well. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch them all kind of play something that, you know, involved a different skill set as opposed to math. I know we've seen a lot of that, uh, the math problems and stuff leading up to this. We've now seen, you know, the the go. We've seen this type of game. I'm wondering what ev- what other, you know, types of games are, are going to come soon because since I've never seen the genius, so I don't really know what they are, you know, what they typically put on a show like this. Interesting. Um, I would wonder have we had a betting game? Uh, I mean, they wagered stuff kind yeah. of on like the pro- on like the actual games that they've played, but I wouldn't say there's been a betting game. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that could be something that could pop up, even something similar to the first round, uh, which was like essentially a game of mafia with more rules. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are always fun. So I could see another one of those popping up, but uh, the possibilities are truly endless. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see. Me too. Um, was there anything else about the the face? Was the face swap game or whatever that you wanted to point out? No, I feel like you know, it was pretty self-explanatory. Uh, even if you have not watched and you're just listening here, like you, I think you get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, like this looked like a typical Big Brother game. It was very much like look up on the screen and buzz in when you get the right answer, you know. And so that's what they did. But it was fun to see them all working together. I'm wondering how the group dynamic is going to change now that there's only eight people, and now that we've seen Sok Jin do this move, I wonder. And I'm hoping that it, it you know, that it helps all the rest of the players kind of get out of their shells and be a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, you know, we have gotten Siwon and Sokjin have been able to make inroads with the larger group up until this point. It's been getting progressively better for them. With them away for a full day now in the prison and the rest of the Alliance all just, you know, living in nice, comfy, cushy quarters all together. Are they going to bond again and push out Sokjin and C1 and start to uh, you know, well, Sokjin made that move and he can't be trusted and we really shouldn't work with them tomorrow. I'm curious if the dynamic is affected at all. Uh, yeah, I would like to know that too because we see that C1 and Sokjin have now cracked the safe or the little door in the prison and they are now about to go into uh, Narnia. I don't know. There's <laughs> uh, a hole in the in the wall, Scally. Um, very Shawshank. You know, I just I don't know where they're going. I don't know what they're about to do. But whatever it is, it's probably going to pull them a lot closer. And I think if the other players see it, then they might start to, you know, really start to look at them as a tight pair that cannot be trusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, they open this tiny outlet-sized uh, safe, and all of a sudden, a <laughs> life-size, human-size secret tunnel opens up where they can climb through the wall. Don't know where that came from, uh, but. Uh, what the hell is in this tunnel, Chappelle? <laughs> Maybe it's a bunch of pieces. You know, what What could you possibly want out of there that could benefit you in the game if it's not a piece? You know, I, I think the pieces that, that we've seen so far have been the most valuable thing because they basically keep you alive. Why leave me in a tunnel that's not going to allow me to get more of those? So I'm thinking that at some point, 
they're going to come up on either something that will allow them to to save some pieces, to gain some more pieces. But going in there and getting, like, I don't know what else they could get of, of value. Do you? No, Money? that's what I'm trying to think. Money would be interesting. Um, they talked about how they like the key where you put all of the pieces together to form that little cube shaped uh key that it unlocked like the deepest secrets of the devil's plans i feel like how they talked about it so uh what could that be i don't know is it what the future games are going to be and they're going to be able to strategize or practice around that maybe um who knows uh you know i also thought well okay they're gonna get a couple pieces but how many could it be that it wouldn't be just like completely uh disproportionate from how many they can win in the games but also if there's only a couple then why do we need to climb through this little tunnel to get them when they've just been right mm-hmm. inside the outlet so i'm stumped and i cannot wait to watch the next episode to find out yeah i have no clue i know listen y'all scally texted me and was like i'm so mad that we have to stop here because i really <laughs> need to know and i hadn't gotten that far yet and then when i got there i was like oh i get it i totally want to press <laughs> next and so uh, i'm very eager to see what's coming and i'm eager to talk about it with you mm, now i think we're good on this episode unless you have anything else to talk about on this round no, this was fun. I just think that, you know, we're starting to see some players really come back into prominence in Siwon and Jock, uh, you know, and Sok Jin. And, uh, and I'm wondering, you know, what that means for our other players. But I think that with the smaller group of characters, we are getting to know them a lot more and kind of, you know, what they're good at, their strengths, their weaknesses, and their personalities. And so right now, I think it's anyone's game. And I would love to see, you know, some of the other ones make some more cunning moves. Mm-hmm. It's funny how much of a roller coaster I've been with uh, early in the game. I was like, all right, like it's going to be kind of boring to not see anyone go home. Um, then cut to people going home. And I'm really sad. Uh, cut to Junbin saying he wants everyone to go home. And I'm starting to agree. Yanwu goes home and I'm back to being essentially C1 in that scenario. Like how could yes. you? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> and now we're here and I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see who goes home next. <laughs> That's the thing. Look, I'll be sad about it, but make me feel things. Yeah, I want to I want to feel invested in the journey. And so, yeah, although I do have my faves that I'm rooting for, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see all of them doing stuff that makes me care about where they are in the game and potentially makes me a big fan of them outside of the house, too. And so uh, very eager to see what that means moving forward, because uh, we are over halfway through the season. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what the home stretch looks like. I know. Now we're going to try to pop in here as soon as possible to talk about the next batch, which I believe will be episodes 10 and 11. Hopefully get that out early uh, in this upcoming week is the ideal. But until then, Chappelle, why don't you tell everyone what else you have going on? Of course. Thank you again, Scally, for taking me through this journey. You can find me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show or on Instagram at Chappelle TNT, where I am uh, probably posting about the shows that I am talking about, including Suits. Of course, that is SuitsPodcast.com, where Rob and I are doing the Suits Yourself podcast, talking about Suits every day. Um, You can catch Suits on Netflix, or you can just listen to the podcast and check us out and subscribe on SuitsPodcast.com. You can check me out on Post Show Recaps, talking about The Walking Dead. Uh, We got some more uh, new coverage coming on The Connect on Post Show Recaps, so stay tuned to that as well. Subscribe to The Connect on Post Show Recaps, wherever you get your podcasts. I'll be hosting the Big Brother content on Sunday. Monday for the recap episode so that'll be fun so check me out on rob has a podcast doing that Chantel joined me on rob has a podcast to talk about below deck 
this week with Sasha uh, out for the week. And that was a good time. Um, and so, yeah, check me out in all those places. And of course, you know, you know, like and subscribe and all that good stuff, too. Ooh, now if you're looking for anything else that I'm doing in the meantime, I'll be on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bscally. I'm also talking about this season of the Traders Canada with Puya live after the episodes and then also uh, some pretty fun exit interviews that we've been able to do. So check those out. Um, and I talked about the Eras Tour movie with Grace and Ariel over on Post Show Recaps, which was a ton of fun and myself and matt Lagori are finishing out the challenge usa over on the dom and colin podcast but for season 39 of the challenge we are starting our own podcast feed we just got that up set up a twitter account for it it is called the free agents podcast uh the twitter is pod at pod free agents if you want to give that a follow uh so we will stay in the loop for all our challenge 39 coverage um anything else uh, we'll be on twitter and until next time bye bye (laughs) it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.